Welcome to the Indie Flicks Podcast. This is Alan. And this is Teresa. What up, Teresa? Hello, hello. How you doing? I'm doing aight. Aight. Word. So, a uh, quick shout out to my awesome friend, uh, Shari Flaherty of Samara Entertainment. Um, I can always depend on her to find me a good movie, um, some good interviews, you know, um, she's in the entertainment business. She's, if y'all don't know who she is, she's out there in Vegas rocking it out. This woman would text me here at seven o'clock in the morning. I'm it's in, and I'm at work just getting to work or whatever. And she has already put in three, four hours. <laughs> And aren't they behind? Yes. Aren't they behind us? <laughs> They're like three so, you hours. Know, it's like about three, four in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so the hardest working woman in entertainment that I know, Shari Flaherty, Samaria Entertainment. Uh, thank you for sending this over to us. Uh, the film uh, we're doing this week, production company, uh, Porter Craig. Uh, and uh, find them uh, on social media, uh, especially on Instagram, you know, um, and find Shari there too. Uh, she'll she'll reach back out to you. Uh, check out all the films uh, she's associated with. She's produced and helped get done. And uh, check out Porter Craig's uh, list of films as well. Uh, but they did a movie called Neon Bleed. So Teresa, like the first week, she sent this over. I kept calling it Neon Blood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. And as, as I'm looking for it on the streaming outlets and stuff like that, and I couldn't find it. And I'm like, oh, that's right. She sent me a link. And so I went to go look at the link. And I was like, oh, it's Neon Bleed. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Man. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I done lost <laughs> this movie and everything. <laughs> I try to tell you. But it's called Neon Bleed. Uh, this movie, I got to tell you. So. Let me ask you, would you categorize this as a musical or just a drama with music? Uh, a drama with music. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, it has music in it, of course. Yeah. But uh, it's not a musical. When I think of musicals, I'm thinking of like plays. And instead <laughs> of them actually acting, they're singing a song every four or five minutes. Oh, my goodness. For real. That's why I can't do plays. I can't do I can't plays. Do, I, I try. Can't do plays. And, and and shout out to all the people that you know that do plays. You know what I mean? Because like yeah, DeMarco, if it doesn't have music you know, in it, I'm I'm good. But right, like Demarco, no. he he makes fantastic plays. He wins awards. Uh, same with uh, Lisa Mayfield. Uh, Mayfield. <laughs> Lisa Madewell. You know, and people like that. They make fantastic plays. I'm just not a play guy. I'm not yeah. either. I've been to several. I bet you, yeah. When they get to singing, I get up it's and like, leave. Oh, man, this is another song. You literally just did a <laughs> song, song five, five minutes, minutes ago. ago. <laughs> yeah, I just can't. I can't do it. That's why it was, it was really hard for me to watch Disney movies. Because in every scene, oh, yes. there's a music act. And it's like, I'm oh, sorry. I just, I'm just not a fan of Disney. Right. I know a lot of people love Disney. And I'm sorry, Alicia. <laughs> sorry, Alicia. Right. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> Cause she probably get on me about this, but I'm just not a fan of Disney. Right, right. I don't care about the Mickey Mouse's and exactly. the Minnie Mouse's. Now, I, 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 I do. Lion King is the ish. Lion King is the ish. I'll defend that to the end of days. Lion King, Aladdin, you know. Uh, but even still, it's like, oh man, they singing. 
<laughs> well, I'm technically not a big fairy tale fan either, though. Right. Now, um, when you when you talk about fairy tales, though, I love the origin, the original fairy tales. The okay, now the original, version. if you're going just blankly with the original, I can work with you because they're right. dark. Because they're dark, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you ever get an opportunity, an opportunity to look up uh, the original version, or the word, actually where the song came from, uh, "Ring Around the Rosy," it'll blow your damn mind. Yeah, I like yeah, I like the originals. That's dark, but all this fluffy, fluffy, foo foo stuff, fairy tales. No, I, I can't. I can't you know, work and, with and you. I remember uh, talking to um, a couple of producers, like uh, at, that's out in like uh, what's that was in New Zealand and Australia, and they said, you know, us Americans, we love happy endings. You know, yeah, do. And, and it's like that's not realistic. It's not. <laughs> Everything's not going to be all roses at the end. And that's why I love that movie we did once. Because it's all how you interpret what a good, a happy ending is. And with the movie once, it doesn't turn out what you expect. You know? And you question it. You know, it's like, is this a happy ending? Yeah, it's a happy ending. But... Uh, back to Neon Bleed. Um, she sent this over. Like I said, I was I was wondering, is this a musical or a f- drama film with music in it? And and, and I agree with you. I yeah, believe it's just that's a drama that happens to have music in it because it features a musician. So right, right. Uh, Jordan. Uh, shoot, what's the character's like? Jordan. I can't remember your last name. Lancy. Lacy. 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 Jordan Lacy. He's a pop singer. He's uh, at the at the beginning of the movie. It starts off where he made this hit song, uh, "End of You," that's supposed to be about his mother, and everybody and their mama absolutely love it. The interview was hilarious. It was. But before we get into oh, that, yeah. tell him, give him the run. The <laughs> Let me just tell the, you guys a little bit about the, the synopsis. synopsis. <laughs> Sorry, I was just going to. You go. got to just jump on in. Okay, so Neon That's what Bleed. She said. You know, <laughs> let's let's keep it professional. <laughs> keep no, it professional. A burnt out pop star looks for an escape from his oppressive management team when he is kidnapped by a maniac. And we're just gonna let that marinate and, for you. And the reason why, I mean, yeah, you're going to probably look it up, IMDb. Wikipedia, whatever, and everything. But, oh, man, this movie, I, I got to say. So when you talk about musicals, like you said, you instantly think about plays and, and things like that where, like, 5,000 songs and stuff like that. But also, when I think of musicals, I'm thinking, like, Grease, Grease 2. Yeah, Hair stuff Spray, like that. That's musical. Like no, that's that. musical. Yeah. And I like, and everybody know, I'm a Grease 2 fan. And everybody know you like Olivia Newton-John, Yay. so that's why you like Grease One. But do you like Hairspray with John Travolta? Yes, I, I haven't like seen the original, but yes, I actually liked Hairspray with John Travolta. I was like, yes. okay, John, you really put on the fat suit and he and sure the long did. Hair he worked and, it out. Yeah, and played somebody's mama. So hey, go for what you know. He got paid a couple million dollars. I'd do it too. But uh, <laughs> he actually did a good job because I didn't know it was here for a long time. I mean, but you already know he could sing and dance because he was in Greece. Yes, he was in Greece. But um, the movie starts off where he's, um, Jordan, is sitting there with his manager and they're preparing for an interview. And <laughs> with the interview, they 
<laughs> specifically, the manager specifically told them, you know, you're not going to ask questions about this, that, and the other. He mainly wanted to focus on this new song. Yeah, that, that they was going to be promoting for this event. Right. That was a G. G-A-W or something. G-something W or whatever. But it's like a um, international thing that they was doing to raise money um, uh, for, I believe, uh, gathering. Something, yeah, some campaign. uh, It was a... Stars for Democracy. Yes, campaign thing. Right. (laughs) It was absolutely hilarious. See, and this is exactly what good interviewer people do. You know, the journalists, I guess I should say. They go right to... The punches, and the stuff exactly that you don't want to talk did. about. Exactly, and that's exactly what <laughs> that's she did. What she did. You can see the manager's face just immediate, yeah. just, just. <laughs> His <laughs> face dropped. Mad. He was like, "I can't believe this effort." <laughs> After I just say it, just say it, and and of course they want to talk about it because you know it's a new song that they got uh, for for him to sing for this uh, event and everything else. And they want to promote the song. They want to promote the event, but she's like, which I agree with her. I do too. End of you was dope. It's a dope song. And that song that they want him to sing. Oh, that was whack. I'm sorry. I was like, okay, <laughs> I see why he didn't want to sing. Well, I ain't going to say it was whack. It just wasn't as good as end of you. Yes. End of you was very, you could tell his emotions was in it. Yes. Cause you know it was, I mean? it was a song about his mom and right. um, his mom had died. Mm-hmm. And so he was still dealing with the, I mean, I know they said it was like a year. She had been gone for a year, right? but sometimes it takes longer people to yeah, grieve longer. People, yeah. You know, and, and then just, he wrote a song about it, so of course it's going to touch him in a different in way. a different way. And the audience connected with that song, right. and I don't think the manager got that. I don't think he got that. And and this is what they talk about in this industry, in the music industry, and stuff like that. Is they they keep making these songs. Uh, either AI or they get somebody else to write it and everything else, and they get somebody else to sing it. And he's like, they spent all this money or whatever time or whatever writing the song, and it sucked. He did not like that song. Nope. <laughs> and he said it needed some more work. And it needed That's some what more he was work. saying. And right, how you going to sit here and just throw us a, a, a song? It's just like a lot of these people who make these movies and don't get their script edited. You know, yeah, and it's like, or they'll go through it one time, one or two times, or like in your world, the Arthur world. They don't get their books edited. It's like, yes, you need to go through there and do your own grammar editing. You know, make sure words are spelled right, punctuations, etc. But then you have what y'all call them uh, line editors. Yeah, there's uh, line copy editors. Then you got developmental ed- editors. So there is different types of editors. Then you got proofreaders. But I learned the hard way that you have to go through your book at least six, seven, nine times. Before you do, you know how many times have I rewritten Jed Cruder? Yeah, so I you know? I learned that okay after three books I learned that the hard way. You, you just... have to go through it several times. Yeah. So like in my in the book world when I, I hear people say I edit you know I did nine rounds or ten rounds or fifteen rounds of editing I get yep. it now. Yep. Yep. why they say that yeah and i mean it took me three books <laughs> it was somebody i i was um listening to an interview and i can't remember who the filmmaker was they said they edited 18 times yes, before they I, even sent it to somebody to read it yes and they I, still I had to edit it after that you know yes. what i mean so it's mm-hmm. like you just can't 
put out a pop song that you paid somebody or whatever the case may be just because you like it or it's young and hip and you get mm-hmm. quote unquote keywords and stuff And he like thought that. that that song was going to bring in all the donation and he's like, no. no. The one that My people song love, would. <laughs> end of you, is what one, the people love. And that's what's going to bring in all the money. So what does it matter if I sing that song or not? And right. they wasn't getting that. And it was just like, no, you're going to sing my song, and that's just what you're going to do. And he's like, no. And like he even said, what was wrong of us singing both? You know, what That's I mean? what I didn't get. Yeah. I'm like... Why can't you just do a little bit of the interview and then break into yep. like a little sp- mix? And, and, and go that's into a good point right song. there. You know, you sing the first verse and the first, the chorus, the beginning of the song, the first verse, and then the chorus. And then, you know, that what makes people love. And mm-hmm. then you break out into the, the other that new song. song. Just mix it in. And then you go into that song. Right. And then you go with your, the hard hitting one at the end. Right. People do that. Musicians do it. Go to a Beyonce concert. Yep. It's me a song she got in the way she mixes her song. Exactly. They only sing. Uh, so um, years ago, there used to be My Sweet 16 or whatever it was where they used to do the expensive 16. Yeah, My Sweet 16. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah. They used to do the stupid, the ridiculous whole parties with parties. all the ridiculous stuff. And so I remember they paid this one father, I guess he was a lawyer or whatever he was, doctor, and his daughter wanted 3 6 Mafia at her party. Yep. And she, they paid like twenty something thousand dollars for them to sing a half a song. Half a song. They was there not even long enough to sing a whole song. They came in, sung the half verse. Shout out to everybody, all right, thanks, and left. And they probably took pictures with her. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they, and took they did like a crown, pi- a crowd, crowd picture. picture and stuff like that, and yeah. dip. That was probably there. A maximum. I mean, obviously they edited it for TV, but I yeah. guarantee you, there was probably there a maximum of 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, I don't think they they probably didn't stay for the whole song. Even yeah. if even though it's edited for TV or whatever, and they got to break it down because you know they only got an hour for the show. Right. They probably wasn't there that long still. Exactly. But you play the songs that the people love, and that's what Jordan was trying to tell them, but they weren't trying to hear it because Max or whatever his name was. The um the, the executive producer yeah. the, the investor I mean he put in five million dollars so he did pay him five million dollars <laughs> sing a song so I'm like man you need to sing this song but why don't you just do a little mix of interview yeah. and then go into the song sing the song go back to interview if you want to but you know five now, million dollars I get that what yeah. the manager was saying uh but at the same time Jordan knows his fans yes. listen to what he's saying because obviously it got him here. Where he is. Where yeah. he is. You know what I mean? It's And it was working for him. So the the interview happened like right instantly into the movie. And then it cuts to after the interview. <laughs> after the interview, it you know, cuts to like it says three years later. And the whole thing, let, all of that led up to, uh, what what is it called? Uh, Stars for Democracy. Mm-hmm. And the investors and everything else. So everything led up to that. And oh my goodness, in the dag on what was what's they call? What do they call that? I mean, it's rehearsal, I guess. I guess it's what you can. Well, call you got to rehearsal before the actual show. So that <laughs> that shit hit the fan. Him, they they started getting ready for. Oh my goodness! So he's laying there, and who well, I can't think of his assistant's name, but I think her her real life what name is Courtney. His... 
but I can't think of her. her I can't remember her name, name in the show. But oh man, he she laying there <laughs> on the table and he's snorting cocaine, cocaine <laughs> off her Offered. stomach. <laughs> but it also gives you a little bit of background on oh, how it shows you how he was so upbeat and humble and everything in yeah. that first interview, and then three years, three later, years later, he's just this like mess yes. of a person because he's you can look in his face and you can tell by his body language that mm-hmm. he's miserable he's just he's, miserable. he's just he's just doing it just to be doing it because right. he's just, just miserable. going through the motion yeah he's going through the motion so he's miserable and you can tell that mm-hmm. and so he's doing this and then of course the doctor comes in to flip <laughs> give him that iv push to get him mm-hmm. back sober and this dude he was takes, sniffing cocaine off her stomach and then he he took a whole bottle of cough syrup the and cough put it in his water is. bottle. <laughs> I have one of those water bottles, by the way. Yes, we Literally have one just the like exact yes. same color. Um, <laughs> and he he puts the cough syrup. He puts the cough syrup in there, and then he goes out here and he tries to perform. And I'm like, what is he doing? Yes, he is going to end up passing out. He's a zombie now because he's just going through the motions and the. The, the entertainment business, period, film just, and music it's, it's, and books, it's horrible. It's cutthroat and just yes, so just horrible, man. And and I see why people, a lot of people, drown their misery in alcohol, alcohol and drugs, booze. and because they're just trying to get through. They're just trying to get through. I mean, it's really sad, but man, it's it's just you could tell the whole difference. I mean, when he was in that interview, he was so passionate about. The music, mm-hmm. and then three years later, it's just like he's just like, okay, well, let's go do this. Yeah, I, I guess I gotta do it. So let's just get it. And over it's with. really sad because you you like him in the beginning, and then it's like that three years later, it's like, oh, he's a douche, and it's like he's a product of his environment because his manager yep. was an asshat. Oh my god, <laughs> I want to hit that dude in his throat. <laughs> his a manager couple was of times, he was horrible. But Man. when he gets up there to, after she does the IV and everything, he gets up there to perform and he starts sing, singing End of You. You see the yeah. passion mm-hmm. and the emotions come out in that song and then they stop him. Yeah. yeah. Tell me, I gotta have a talk with you. I'm like, <laughs> dude. And then they go in there and they have this meeting with, with the with Max, Max the, and the manager and Jordan. And he's pretty much telling like, dude, we, we have millions and millions of dollars invested in this. And this is what you have to do. You know, it's one of those things like this is why people go independent, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, whether if it's music, film or books. Because then they don't have to answer to anybody but themselves. Exactly. There's no I mean, it's still stress, but the stress is different when you're. You know, they say successful people say set deadlines and goals and stuff like that on yourself because if you don't, then it shit will go wrong. But at the same time, it's like I do have the freedom to say, okay, I'm I'm at my deadline and I'm not completely satisfied, so I can just extend it. I can extend it. Yeah. But if you're working for somebody else, if you're traditionally published as y'all say in the publishing mm-hmm. world or if you're an independent filmmaker or independent music you can't just say hey you know I'm just give gonna, me two more months you know what no, I mean? you're on their deadline exactly and yeah that's the problem and two his manager that dude 
I don't think he even really cared about Jordan. I don't think he did. It either. was all about, it was basically about him. The money and image. Yeah. Um, because you could tell that obviously Jordan was his breadwinner. Mm-hmm. And if Jordan didn't do anything, he wasn't getting paid. And he just went about it the wrong way. Like you said, you could tell that he didn't care for him. No, he didn't. I mean, for 100%, you could tell he didn't care. Because if he cared, he would have told Max, okay, Jordan is tired. He needs a break. Because mm-hmm. you, I mean, you can look at him and tell he's exhausted. Exactly. And I'm like, okay. Stressful. And he's he didn't stressed. get a chance to grieve his mom. Nope. You know what I mean? And then he had the audacity to tell this dude, it's been a year. You to need get to get a- over right. it. It's like, dude, are you kidding me? Do you not understand? That's the woman that pushed me into this world and you just want me to get over it? I can't just get over it. I can't just, it's my mom. Especially for the fact that I didn't get a chance to grieve. I was like, oh my God, this dude, I should see. (laughs) Oh man, then he slapped him. Yes. Jordan, you could tell he wanted to just die. But the comment that he said about his mom. See, them fighting words right there. Man. Them are fighting words. That that's, I would have jumped over that table on him. Mm-hmm. So uh, apparently Jordan's mom and the manager was having this thing. I don't know if they had a relationship per se because the manager didn't say it right. But they did have a thing. And Jordan, you, it was just like he was holding back everything. Not yeah. to just dive on that dude. Because I think he dated the mom, mm-hmm. and that's how he, that's basically how he how found he, Jordan. Right, right. And then was like, okay, I'm taking you under my wings, and we're going to do this. But, the, I mean, the the way he talked about that boy's mom, I was like, <laughs> oh, no, that's not. Mm-mm. Man, it's, it's just one thing you don't mm, do. That's just something you don't do. And that's when you can tell, after that, he was done with it. Mm-hmm. He was done. He he didn't want no no more parts nope. of it. He didn't care about the money. He didn't care about the fame. Nope. You know he was he was done. he was over it after that. Mm-hmm. You could you the way he was sitting at the table smoking that cigarette. I was like, yeah, he oh, he man. yeah, he's done. He's oh done. man. <laughs> and I, I will say this though, they picked a fantastic person to play Jordan's character. I mean, to play Jordan the character because um, he, he really has the look. He really has the pop singer mm-hmm. look you know what i mean yeah. the, the style the charisma the stage presence you know and he had oh sorry i hit my microphone he had all of that and you know i, I really i applaud the director and everybody else that's involved in this movie because they did a fantastic job on the cast selecting the cast and people to portray these uh, the characters and everything else there's a major twist in this movie that we cannot talk about no I want to so bad, but we no. unfortunately we can't. You have to you have to see the movie. I I, I will say though, you know, <laughs> the Russian or oh, the Ukraine chick, the she assistant, was assistant, awesome. the she assistant, was awesome, she was. <laughs> I, at first, so watching it from after the three years later to the certain point, you're like, what's the point of this woman? Yeah, I was like, why did they hire her as an assistant? Because <laughs> I mean, he already had an assistant. Because I was like, he's got the redheaded assistant, yeah. so why do they need the extra assistant? <laughs> and then he had the guy that was also yeah. an assistant. So it's like, you don't need three, <laughs> three assistants. assistants. But you find out what she's there for once they get to the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I-, I wanted to slap his girlfriend. 
Uh, now that's out of all the characters in this movie, she's the one I could not stand. I can get over the manager, but her, I understand the manager because yes, Jordan was the breadwinner and he needed. He's the middleman between. And plus, the you're in contract, so you need, contract. yeah. So right. I can understand his point about the contract situation, and all yeah. that. It's just his delivery his was yeah. His his delivery was to the left. But it, that damn it, girlfriend! Oh my god, she. She's lucky he Jordan didn't just toss her off the off the balcony. Which I like she know. was fucking dudes every day for a month. How yeah. how much a whore are you? But his response, <laughs> he said, "I was." <laughs> his response, <laughs> she was like, "What would you say to that?" He's like, "You need to get some help. Said, you have a problem." problem. <laughs> his face, though, when he said it, <laughs> he, his face, he was so serious. You have a problem. <laughs> He was so serious he was though. Serious she was like, well, what would you say to that? And he was like, What would I say to that? I would say that you have a problem. <laughs> hey, he looked there, it was some... classic. Oh my god, his look though. Oh my god, that was so oh, hilarious. I, and I was waiting oh. for him to just tag her when she said that though. But... I thought he was because his the way he first looked <laughs> the way he first looked at her, yeah. I was like, is he gonna smack her? I mean, I understand. She walked in the room, see him Some coming stuff, out yeah. of the uh, balcony, smoking weed, and the assistant is putting on the clothes. Now, we know, as the viewers, that he told her to change her clothes so we can mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. But And because they had a past, she's comfortable changing in front of him. Right, right. And he didn't know the girlfriend was yeah. back or whatever. But, but they, I mean, they didn't even do anything. He got sick and passed right. out, and she was just trying to watch over him and make sure he was okay. <laughs> and the girlfriend comes in as Jordan is coming off the balcony, walking in. And the girlfriend is putting on the pants. It's, yes, I it looks suspect. It, it, looks, suspect. it looks suspect. <laughs> but if they was doing something, don't you? Th- I mean, you have to break it down and uh, assess the situation and understand. Okay, yeah, you got to read the room. Sister. You got to read the room. <laughs> and he was trying to explain to her, like, no, no, it, nothing happened, right? Because if something happened, the girl would have said, what do you mean nothing happened? You told me you want to be with me, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but, it would have. And yeah. she was like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> she just she realized. Grabbed, she grabbed her stuff real quick. And she, like, talking she about, told her to get out of her house. When she told her to get out of her house. And then she just flipped the switch. You weak, man, blah, blah, blah. She did, didn't she? She flipped I the switch like, quick. I said, just hit her in. Just, just hit her in her, her throat. Just, just, just throw her. punch her real quick. Just real quick. Just punch her in her nose. <laughs> now, this would be the one time that I would say, it's okay. <laughs> you know, we're not promoting violence. We're not promoting women, domestic but... violence or nothing like that, guys. Don't take that the wrong way. But when you see this movie and you see that scene, you don't know what we're talking about. Right, right, I just, right. I just, want, I just want her to just get punched. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's a hot mess, though. I mean, it's it's a really... This movie is very... How can... Emotional? Mm-hmm. It's an emotional roller coaster up and down. Because it is a dramatic it's film. It's a dramatic film. It has... It has some comedy. Because it has uh-huh. some very funny scenes. Like uh, the the, the, the UK, Ukraine chick. She was awesome. She uh, was. Uh, Ro, uh, what was her name? Is it Rom, Romia? Rope? Rowana, Rowana, Rowana I'm sorry, I, I'm totally messing her messing name. her name up. But yeah, she but... was my favorite character in this. Yes, she was. <laughs> she was hilarious. Yes, and the way she, 
<laughs> when she was walking up them stairs, man, it was like was she was like, on a mission. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, this chick <laughs> is talking, too funny. <laughs> we talking about the uh, film, the twenty twenty three film Neon Bleed, uh, starring John Paul. I'm, I'm gonna mess up your last name, John. I'm so sorry. Kakos, is that right? Um, and then uh, Courtney Halverson was the assistant, and uh, I believe is Eugenia Kuzminia. I think that was the uh, Ukraine yeah. assistant. Yeah. But either way, I totally jacked up your name. I'm so sorry. But either way, I'm She was you, my favorite character in yes. the film. <laughs> this movie is a really good emotional movie. I wish we could go into more depth with this because it's a fantastic movie and we just can't because yeah. once they... Okay, there is a part where we can't talk about. So while they're arguing... <laughs> the Ukraine chick, she she first of all, they he's in the house getting stuff together. Let me set the scene because he's like he's telling he want a break. He told the assistant, he's like let's just go, let's just let's go, just go. Let's we're just gonna pack a stuff. bag, we're gonna go. He's not expecting his girlfriend to come back. She's supposed to be touring in London because she's like a singer. She's a singer too, yeah. yeah. And so he's like, all right, let's just pack up and go. Blah blah blah. You kind of feel that he really didn't like her. As much as he thought he did, you know. Oh, the girlfriend. The girlfriend, yeah, yeah. Because he, he was really yeah. ready to just up and leave all. With the, I think he cared for the redheaded the assistant, assistant girl. girl. Yeah, but um, uh, he's telling her we're going to do this. She's like, fine, whatever. And so <laughs> the Ukraine chick comes to him. She's like, I want to go swimming. I want to go swimming. <laughs> I, I can't do no Russian accent. So please don't try to. <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, come with me if you want to live. Um, so she's like, she want to go swimming. He's like, okay. okay. <laughs> she's like, where's the suit? She's like, I don't have a suit. I don't have a suit. He's, He's like, like, okay. Oh, um, Homegirl got one up in there. So he gives her one. She goes swimming. So this is why I was thinking she's a useless character. Because right. like, what was, the, so what was the point of you being in the house? Yeah, why are you when you're not assisting him with anything right Nothing. now? You so didn't even assist him at the. Uh, the I mean, I know they told her to like, watch, but they told to the redheaded over. girl to watch over him. Exactly. So it's like, do both of y'all need to watch over him? <laughs> so they're sitting there, and he's out there, he's smoking his weed and everything, and that's when he comes back in, and the girlfriend comes in. So when the girlfriend comes in and catches him, they trying to explain that it wasn't that and everything else the next thing you know you see the the ukraine chick walking up the stairs she got this heat in her hand He's like is she gonna shoot this dude like why is she you know or is she gonna kill the assistant she walked right up there and just shot the girlfriend right in the head <laughs> that's what i'm saying we could talk about that part and i'm gonna stop it right there because we can't say anything else because the whole point that I took from the movie is that you're supposed to follow Jordan's um, his high level to mm-hmm. where he just completely falls rock bottom. to rock bottom mm-hmm. to the situation with the girlfriend <laughs> to how his he his how can I see it because I don't want to give anything away. You go from, you see him humbled and everything at the beginning. Then you get to the point where he's depressed. He's Mm -hmm. just miserable. And then it gets to the point where the girlfriend situation happens. (laughs) And then you're like, okay, where else can he go now? Because, I mean, he's already down and he's just trying to escape. He just needs this escape. Right. But then the next scenes come, you're like, okay, he about to have another journey again. 
He's about to, He's go, about to go through, through another journey. Ups and downs. So yeah. you you get the ups and downs because I mean his journey in this movie is a roller coaster, it and sure you're is. on the ride with him. Mm-hmm. So then you're like, okay, what what else is going to happen? So it's like at Jordan? the beginning you root for him, and then after that three years later mark, that's when you kind of like, oh yeah, he turned into a douche. Yeah, and then you start it's to not he was like miserable. him because yeah. and then that's when you realize he's miserable. Yeah. And then the manager's true colors really come out mm-hmm. with that recording session, that practice session that they do. You see the the true colors of the yeah. manager, and then you get all this stuff that happens with his girlfriend. But then we can't say the what situation with the um, girlfriend. Right, he ends up getting this taken so then right. after that you so, gotta look at it to see what all happens yeah so that's what yeah that's what we was alluding to like when she shot the girlfriend um the ukraine chick was there for a specific reason yes and jordan ends up getting kidnapped so we're gonna leave it with that um i love his monologue though when he was talking to his uh the girlfriend and everything he was like you know Everything on social media. You, you do you really want to be? What do you say? A digital fuck? You know uh, what I mean? Fuck you, horror uh, or something? Uh, a fuck symbol. That's what. Yeah, it is. fuck symbol. Yeah. And it's absolutely right, and it's really sad that you see that these these people on social media all about them followers. Like he told yeah. you, do you do you really think you on social media showing your tits for everybody to see it is really? Exactly. He's like they, you know, they don't care about they don't you. Care. They don't care about us. They don't care about us. <laughs> they just want to see us on the screen mm-hmm. singing and shaking our tails for yep. their enjoyment. Yep. They don't care about you. So yep. you can say, I, he says, so I don't give a fuck about your followers. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about your followers. And then you can tell her. I think her world collided with his too. And I say that because, like, when uh, the Ukraine lady was going up the stairs, you can see this big picture on the wall of them hugging on or, an Instagram on a, post. Yeah, yeah. It's like they framed it. You know what I mean? Which that poster was kind of tight. It was I tight, mean, was... but you could tell where her mindset was mm-hmm. and what her world, what everything he, she said, I did you a favor. <laughs> <laughs> and she kind of did though. She, she kind of did. <laughs> Cause the, the, the girlfriend was, Oh my gosh, she was a bit twitch. Annoying. Oh, she's so annoying. She's like, I just opened a bottle of Rose. Don't nobody care. She was complaining about the driver bringing her home. I mean, she was complaining about about every single thing. The driver was sitting there uh, when she dropped her stuff, the bag. Just waiting to see if she needed anything else. Waiting to see if she needed anything else. She was like, Uh, that's all. That's all. I mean, yeah, I've never wanted to slap a woman more. Yeah, yeah, she she was just horrible, and then she's on the phone yelling at the person on the phone. Right, she's like, "I'm not his damn assistant." I was like, "Okay, this chick." Then she's like, "I'm getting off the phone, bye." But you could tell it was it's all about image, image and who and... likes her and who doesn't like her and who mm-hmm. she's probably because she kept saying to him, "I'm better than you, right? I'm I'm more talented than you." Then it's like if you think all this about and you think I'm such a bad person, why, why the hell me? are you with me? Like he said, you have a problem. You have a problem, and and that's true because a lot of people are addicted to social media yep. the the digital likes and yep and stuff like that it's really sad because that person lives on the other side of the world they don't give a daggone about you all they care about is you showing your boobs on social media 
So your duck lips don't mean nothing to them. Not nothing. You know, that, uh, I, we talked about this before. People how start this, turning um, into ducks. They keep on doing it. <laughs> we talked about this before, how dangerous stuff like that is because the young lady was, did a Kickstarter and she wanted to tour the world and she's, and she's doing it on somebody else's dollar. And she did a kick, uh, Kickstarter, like, Hey, contribute to me going around the world, blah, blah, blah. And if I'm in your town, then I'll have lunch with you and stuff like that. You know, it's just like goes back to um, the film we did some time ago, uh, the case of Dakota. um, What is it? Dakota Moore? Dakota. The case of Dakota somebody. And uh, where she was an influencer. And. Oh, and she was on the boat and the person was watching her and they attacked her. Exactly. And, you know, because all they got to do is just watch where she's at. Right, you know oh, I mean? yeah, that was that was a really good one too. That was a good movie. Uh, shout out to my homegirl Amy K. Yes, and that was a good movie. It was a really, really good movie because you really see the yeah. ins and outs of the influencer situation and how being an influencer can really put you in. Yep. And how many how many stories you hear about where these influencers are stalked? Yep. She was like stalked. I mean, the fact that you constantly doing photo shoots at certain locations and this and any other you standing out in your yard taking a picture oh i'm having a me day and you take a picture of this and any other it it does not take much effort to put two and two together how many times me and you have seen something like let's just say cops for example Mm -hmm. in indianapolis like oh i know that street you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so if i can point out a street like that just imagine somebody, a real stalker, can point out a certain landmark like they did in the case mm-hmm. of Dakota Moore. And uh, excuse me if I'm messing up the title to that, by the way. But um, how easy he just, it was a carnival. And you could see him in the background. And then you don't realize that's him until later on in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, so stuff like that, you got to be careful. I know we're like far away from what we was talking about, but we always got to do that's our a, PSA yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's, that was, that's a dangerous situation. And his girlfriend seems like she was that type of person where it was so important on yeah. her looks. And I mean, she was so bougie. So and, bougie. Um, you know her because she kept bringing it up to him about her followers and stuff mm-hmm. everything yeah and I'm it was like, about her girl. followers about her her likes and her dms and stuff like that they very she was very millennialish very millennial yeah these millennials nowadays Woo. i mean everybody's got a title <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they be making up stuff they be making up stuff <laughs> I do want to say thank you so much, Shari, for sending this over. Yeah, this was a good one. This was this a really, was good, a really one. good one. Uh, Neon Bleed just came out this year. And, uh, of course, we got an advancement and got a, a specific copy. But you can definitely see it on Amazon Prime, on Vudu, and it's also free on Tubi. So definitely find that uh, Neon Bleed and check it out. I'm telling you. You would absolutely love it. The twist in this movie yeah, the was twist, so freaking yeah. good. I want to talk about it so bad, but I don't want to ruin it. Yeah, the twist, that, that threw me out because I was not expecting it at all. And then you'll see why they call it Neon Bleed. Yes, you know, you'll see it. When I'm, 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 I'm like, why? Because like I said, I was messing it up calling Neon Blood. So I'm thinking, oh, okay, this is going to be a horror movie. And this and that and the other. He got a guitar, so he's going to be I kept hitting. trying to tell you it was... <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, why do you keep saying blood? It's neon bleed. Neon it's, he's bleed. a musician. It's, it has nothing to do with It has blood. nothing to do with But it's, uh, it's such a... The music was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the music. The music was really good. I'm telling you. Um, and he he can actually sing. And he can actually sing. End of You was a really good song. It is a really good song. I and I get the soundtrack just to listen to that in my car. Yeah, that's a, I really <laughs> like that song. That darn song that Max wanted him to sing. Though. <laughs> it's one of those songs that you know you, you do for the young people. It, it's uh, you remember the episode on South Park. Uh, with Mickey Mouse and the Jonas Brothers was on there, and they was making fun of the Jonas. <laughs> they was making fun of the Jonas Brothers, <laughs> and he was like, "Yes, yes, Mouse." Um, and he was like, "We gotta make this Chinese tingle." Yeah, that's literally what that song that Max wanted him to sing. That's literally what that song was about, and that's why he didn't like that song, right? Because this song is it's not me. This is not the type of music I sing, and it's not the type of. Uh, personality or influence I want to have out there into the world, especially coming from my music. Yeah, because he wanted to write his stuff, but he wanted his stuff to have meaning, have even meaning, though, right. you know, yeah, I'm singing, I'm a pop star, whatever, but I still want my songs to have meaning. Right, right. And that stuff, no. That was some foolishness. And first of all, why would you want him to sing that type of song for a dirt <laughs> campaign anyway? Right, right, right. This is supposed to be for it's supposed this, to be like this, this peace thing peace and everything. Thing you want me to sing a wanna... song about Jainies. I no. don't understand why you... <laughs> I'm like, what was he... Th- what was Max thinking? Take your $5 million and go on somewhere. I mean, yeah, well. but the, when the twist happened and all the stuff started going down, I'm oh. like, yeah. Yes. Yes, I yes. I know this is I was right. like, okay, that threw me off because the um, Ukraine assistant, I thought her <laughs> role was going to be different than what, yeah. it, what it ended up being. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, Very that's the first thing that though. threw me off. And then when the reveal happened, I was like, oh, wait a minute. When did this happen? <laughs> That's why you definitely, you got to check out this movie. And it's such a good movie. And then reach out to Shari on and Samara Entertainment on Instagram and stuff. And uh, Porter, Porter, excuse me, Porter Craig. And let them know, you know, what you think of the movie. And I'm telling you, you're going to love it. I give, how many, you tell me, Teresa. Your final thought about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> this one I will give. Um, this will be a four star for me. Mm-hmm. Because I like the journey that Jordan takes in the yes. movie. That it was grows. the main thing that kept me interested in it. And I love the Ukraine assistance. <laughs> I swear. She's my favorite character. She's my favorite character in it. And it shows you a little bit of how a typical musician. What they deal with. Mm-hmm. In the in the music business, yeah. from the the managers and then the producers wanting them to do it their way, them mm-hmm. taking the um, because the manager Max wanted control of everything, which right. you know he's paying out the money. I see, but he wanted control on anything. So you, the artist, you're looking at the artist, and you can tell that the artist is like, I have no say in this. So mm-hmm. why should I put my all into it if I don't have any say on 
my right. career or what's going to happen or right. what's not going to happen. So you can see that. And I think a lot of artists go through that. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why you get these one hit wonders because they like, look, this yep. is it. I'm not putting up with this bull crap. Yep. I'm not doing it no more. They take the so you and see dip. that, but you see the trajectory of him, his arc through the whole movie. Yeah. His which character makes arc you, is fantastic. You connect with him because at first you connect with him in the interview. And then when the three years later it comes, you're like, okay, he's a douche. He's a douche. So then you dislike him. <laughs> but then as the movie progresses on, you're like, oh, okay, well, maybe you see he's why not, he's that well, way. Maybe this is the reason why he's, he's doing. Yeah. And maybe he's just not as bad. This is the reason why he's doing it because he's a product of his environment, like mm-hmm. we said. So, um, I think the directing, the directing was good. I think the cinematography on it was good. And his girlfriend, man. Well, she I'm wall, sorry. Man. I do not wish death <laughs> on anyone, but I loved her death scene. Man. I loved her death scene in the movie. I'm so yes. sorry, but I did. <laughs> I, I, and I agree with you. I, I will give it a four and a half stars only because the music was fantastic. Yes, the and music I, was good. I'm looking at it from a filmmaker's perspective and the acting and very surprised that the acting was really good. That's another thing. I was, I was now the Ukraine girl. I wasn't worried about, right? right. But Jordan's acting, mm-hmm. and even the even his best friend was like, "Oh man, his best." I've got his keep best friend, about him. He was like, "Dude, I don't want to lose my job. You got to do this concert." <laughs> he was panicking the whole yes. movie, but even yeah. him, he 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 was good too. Um, what a problem! And the other person's acting. I like it. I can't say. Right, 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 right. We, we can't, can't say. We can't talk about that. Yeah. But I definitely give it four and a half stars. Uh, like I said, I would love to have the uh, soundtrack to this movie uh, just so I could play it in my car. Because, dude, freaking End of You was dope. Yeah. It's <laughs> That's a really, really, good, really song. good, passionate song. Now, the only thing I didn't, I would have liked to have heard mm-hmm. some of the girlfriends. Music. Yeah, I would like to hear because, just so I can compare. Yes, yeah. because like when they did the um, little promo video for the uh, uh-huh. stars thingy, and she was on there talking about she was going to perform. Yeah, I wish they would have had like some of her music or a something playing. Yeah, and then come yeah. back to her and saying, "I see you guys there," you know, like that. But right. or have a little bit of her music, her supposed music, like mm-hmm. playing in the background right. from when she was doing her her like promotion part. Because he was saying he was going to be premiering a new song. Because mm-hmm. he was the last act. Yes, on day. it. And he said, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, I'm sure they probably did her part on in the event or whatever. But it would have been nice to hear. Because she was kept on saying how great she was. Yeah, I'm like, I want to well, know how great you are then. Well, her getting shot in the head. <laughs> I wonder who they get Who's going to replace her? <laughs> So we come to, hey, like I said, uh, it's a great movie, cinematography, <laughs> acting, the music was fantastic, uh, the colors and everything else, the lighting was absolutely gorgeous in this movie. So shout out to Porter Craig and the director, John Capone, every, and he wrote it as well. All the actors, great freaking fantastic job. Uh, Teresa, sorry that this episode is short, but, yeah. you know, like I said, it, it's just half of the movie we can't talk about because yes we'll give away too much and we can't do that yeah we want you to experience it just like we experienced it it. yeah that's a great way to phrase it i want you to experience it yeah Uh, but this is my favorite part of the episodes uh three thousand questions about me 
It looks like she's sitting over here trying to study. I got mine. Good, good. So ain't nobody sitting and waiting on you trying to figure out what you want to. All right. Hit me with your best (laughs) shot. Okay. Is there any experience that you regret not having had yet? Hmm. That is a really good question. Um, Flying. Seriously? You want to fly? Well, because I haven't. Like fly, a, like in an airplane? Yeah. Oh, I did that. Yeah, you did that. But I've yeah. never been in an airplane before. And it's only because, I mean, all the places I've been, I didn't need to. You know, like going to Florida, just drove because I'm right. a sightseer, you know. Um, you got to do it. Well, yeah, you got to do well, it. Well, I mean, if I want to go to Egypt, I'm going to You're gonna have, have to fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going to have to fly. Or, you know, going to Vegas, hang out with... Um, Nashari and L.A. with John and stuff. Yeah, you're going to so have to fly. We're going to have to fly because yeah. I'm not about to drive for three Ooh, days. Oh, no. <laughs> what about I you? Definitely. Same question to you. Same question to me. I would say it would be a cruise. I haven't did it. Word. And it's because even though you're on a boat, you look over to the side yes, and all that water, there is no freaking bottom. I knew bottom. she was going to say. I knew she was going to say. There's a there's no freaking bottom. You can look down and over through the water. You don't see no bottom at the bottom of the water. Well, oh. So no. Well, according to uh, Stewie, there's a hole. There's a hole. <laughs> there's a hole in the bottom of the sea. I'm telling you, there's not a bottom. So Let therefore, you, let, me, let me get you at the beginning. So yeah, it would be a cruise. I'm a, I'm a eventually I'm eventually take one, but yeah. And, you know, I keep seeing a lot of I'm just going to stay in the middle of the boat so then I don't see either side of the Oh, my God. <laughs> you going to be like Titanic and get caught in the middle? Yep. <laughs> uh, what is the heaviest thing you can lift? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I, I, that, no, you got to do a different yeah, one. I kind of I don't like that question. Yeah. Uh, what is your perfect pairing for coffee? I know you're like the coffee connoisseur. My perfect pairing? Um, Like what would you, what is perfect to have with coffee? Ooh. Okay, so that, there's a couple. So (laughs) with my coffee, you could have like a blueberry muffin. Um, You can have like a croissant. A croissant. Um, Like sausage and cheese croissant. Or just an egg and cheese croissant. I, um, I I like the blueberry idea. Or you can have like a blueberry um, bagel or an apple cinnamon bagel. Because mm-hmm. I eat apple cinnamon bagels. But if you do apple cinnamon bagel, you have to get it from the um, Einstein nice dude. Yeah. You got to get it from them. And then pair that with your coffee. You'll be sad. Forget about it. Yeah, forget about it. Or <laughs> you can have some biscuits and gravy with your coffee too. Word. I would do. But more, more, most, just, just do the blueberry muffin and you'll be safe. That's, that's the, yeah, I was going to say, that's the safe choice of blueberry yeah, muffin. the blueberry muffin. And then with your coffee, throw a little hazelnut in there and just a couple of scoops of sugar, mix it all around with your, yeah, you'll be, you'll be fine. The only time I could drink black coffee, my dad drinks black coffee. The only time I could drink black coffee is when I need my bowels to move. Dude, I try to drink. Okay, this is coming from a Mountain Dew addict and a coffee with hazelnut creamer and one or two scoops of sugar addict. Mm. 
I tried black coffee for 30 days. <laughs> and I'm sorry, people. Can't do it. I thought I was going to lose my damn <laughs> mind. I was so angry. <laughs> I was snapping at people. Well, so I take it that you're only going to drink yeah. creamer, yeah. cream and sugar. If and I can't have that, and if my doctor say, okay, look, you're going to have to cut it out, then I'm going to be like, I'm just going to have to give it up cold turkey because I'm not doing it. With, I'm not drinking no black coffee. I'm sorry. Not not happening. And can I ask a question? I, I And you, I know you want to know this answer, too. Um, what is with the milk and tea? I don't understand that. I tried it. That I, is some nasty shit. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's nasty as hell. I've I, obviously I've seen people over in the UK. It's just like it's normal I for don't. them to put milk in their tea. I've seen people here do it. I'm too afraid to try it. I tried it. it is, I am the president of Try Everything Club. And everybody just, knows I would try it, anything and everything once, but I am terrified to try tea and milk because it just, I mean, milk and tea, it just looks like, L. what the hell? Yeah. Okay, so this is what we'll do. We'll do an experiment. I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> we got some peach tea <laughs> and we're going to take and see, put no, a see, little it bit. It has to be plain, regular Tea. Okay, well, we got some of that too. So we can put that in there and then we'll just scoop a little milk in there and we'll see. I tried it and it was nasty. I tried it at work and it was nasty. Um, Because I'm a lemon, a Zimmer girl, and I have a raspberry tea. That peach is really good though. Um, Peach, I got wild bird. I I just like a variety. But um, (laughs) I tried the tea, plain tea with the, yeah. I don't don't get it. I don't know. So if you drink milk, in your tea, please let a brother know. Please like, leave a why, comment and let us know where why. did it originate from, or how does it taste? I mean, what what? I, it is what it is. Yeah. And if you look at Neon Bleed, come mm-hmm. back to the podcast and leave a comment and let us know what you thought yes. about the um. We love to spark the a conversation with you about it. I've talked to people on Instagram and Facebook and messaging and stuff like that back and forth about the films. But yeah, definitely reach out to us. Uh, find us on social media, Facebook under Indie Flicks uh, Podcast. Same as Instagram on Indie Flicks Podcast. Message us and if you know of an indie filmmaker or you are an indie filmmaker with your actor or actress or uh, director of photography, you make the music, your writer, whatever the case may be, producer, uh, and you want us to check out your film, email us at indieflixpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to connect with you on social media. We yes. like these conversations that we be having with these people, <laughs> with everybody. You know, we appreciate the support. And as we support independent filmmakers and everything else, y'all definitely, I employ, I know we say this about every film. But I implore you to watch Neon Bleed. And uh, like I said, find Shari Flaherty, Smear mm-hmm. Entertainment, and Porter Craig on Instagram and let them know how much you love it because I know you will. And just come back to the our Instagram and leave us a comment and let us know Word. what you thought about it. Because we would love to chat with you about it. So, Teresa, is there anything else? Support Indie Flicks. Support indie um indie films. Indie films and indie I can't, flicks. And indie flicks. I can't get it out. I'm sorry, y'all. It's it's been a long day. It's been a long day. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate y'all. We will see y'all next week. Bye. <laughs>